The Untold Secrets of an Outsider. Rated PG-13 for mature content and nudity. Hiya, everyone. Um, how do I start these things? Uh, thank you for or welcome to this episode of the untold secrets of an outsider. Um, <clears throat> today is Saturday. Um, originally I wanted to start off this episode by, uh, screaming. Um, that was the type of day that I had today. Um, so, um, Sunday precedes Saturday, so I'm going to talk about Sunday first. I mean, ah, fuck. Friday precedes a Saturday, so I'm going to talk about my Friday. Um, when was my last episode put out? I don't even think I can, I can't even find out right now. Um, was it Friday? Nah, I think it was Thursday. Yes, it was Thursday night. Um, so... Didn't put out an episode yesterday. Uh, yesterday ended me going out to a bar. Um, because it was just that good of a day. Um, uh, yeah. Friday, um, was just, uh, a banger. Um, you know, I've taken full responsibility for everything that was occurring, and, uh, at least it started off rough, but then it finished on a high note, um, like, complete, or not just, not complete, but, like, just being in that oneness, um, oneness and liberation and expression, um, and just feeling on top of the world. Uh, so, I want to start off by describing my Saturday by saying I fucking hate Saturdays, uh, so, uh, ever since I dropped my Thursday, now I have to deal with fucking, uh, Saturdays, uh, which is no fucking fun, uh, due in part because, <clears throat> um, 
So there was one Saturday that the girl I had a crush on in high school, um, Samantha, she came through to the bowling alley one Saturday, and basically Saturdays just trigger the fuck out of me. Um, I think that's the best way to put it. Because, I don't know, I, it was just very difficult for me to focus um, compared to, you know, these la- this last week where I've been doing so well, like exceedingly well on my progress. And, you know, it, when it just comes to a halt, uh, you know, it's hard not to see it as digression. Um, then to see it as a halt, because I, I felt like It's just like a, there's a line drawn in the sand, and, you know, I'm past that line, but I just get pushed back ever so further to the line. Um, being on the right side of the line, but being forced to put, be pushed out on the wrong, to the wrong side of the line is what it, what it feels like. Like, a pressure of, you know, like, like just a decision that, like, a pressure of a decision that hasn't been made yet. (sighs) Um... Yeah, so today was very fucking rough for me. Um, I was very, uh, at unease. Um, I was irritable. uh, And just ready to blow up. Like, and ready to melt down. Um... I was in the bathroom, you know, I, tried to curl up into a ball in the bathroom, um, so I want to talk about, um, to the best of my ability about what happened today, um, to put, to kind of sort this out and, um, uh, bring words to my emotions about the night. So obviously that was the underlying, lying, uh, 
the underlying emotion of the night. Um, wanting something different than what was occurring. Uh, because, I mean, obviously, uh, um, Samantha never came tonight, and, you know, how I compare bowling, or how I describe me bowling, um, when it's like a three-game set, a three-game series, you know, it's like, it's like an actual like getting your blood drawn or like taking a blood test. Um, I've had to take many blood tests due to my metabolic disorder to check my fee levels. So, um, like bowling is pretty much like getting your blood drawn. It's not painful. It's, it's, to me, it's painless, but the fact that, you know, you have your, your, uh, a needle in your arm and it's just like, when is this going to end? Like, it's like, it just drags on and it's, it takes some focus to not, or it takes a willingness to change your focus onto how you're doing into being in the moment so like and not keeping track of your scores and not knowing what frame you're in because then it, it'll it'll uh you know just like pennywise drag you into the sewer um so that's kind of what this night felt like uh I mean, yes, that's what it felt like. And it was that dragging onness of like, what's going to happen? Um, like, is she going to come tonight? Like, this is what Saturdays has brought to me. Like, is she going to come tonight? And when I was dragged into Pennywise's sewer with that type of thinking, um, not being in the moment, um, mind wandering, uh, you know, just like wanting to run away for dear life is what tonight felt like because I was paying attention to the score of which, what frame are we in right now? Is she going to come tonight? So that's, um, you know, it's kind of like wanting to control the weather. I don't know. Something like that. Like, you can't, I'm, I mean, at, at some level, you cannot control the le uh, the weather. So it's like, you know, if you just ride with it, um, and you know, like, adjust. 
That was something that I could not do tonight. Um, so, to talk about, to the best of my ability, what happened tonight, uh, I'll start off with, uh, so, um, I clocked in, and, uh, you know, you know, I clocked in, uh, started working on the, cleaning the tables, and, you know, trying to be in that join, jointedness with everyone, um, because I was coming off such a hot night, or a hot day, rather, and, um, uh, that's, that's not so true, actually, uh, first I'll talk about my, uh, Friday night at the bar, um, so I met up with some people, uh, decided to go to the bar, um, I got a, uh, well, my go-to drink is a Midori Sour, uh, which is like a melon, a melony, a melon liqueur with, uh, sour mix, lemon sour, uh, it's very good, you should try it, um, and it looks very, like, it would get some compliments at a party. If that's your drink of choice, <laughs> it's uh, it's like a neon green. It's like ectoplasm. But uh, so uh, they were out of that. But uh, my go-to drink for the night was uh, Captain Ginger. Uh, started off with a single, and then um, after that, I started working on uh, double. Captain Ginger doubles. Um, so, and uh, one of the guys I was with uh, bought me a double. Um, so, thank you, John. <laughs> um, when I was in Oneonta, I always bought people drinks, man. Always, religiously. So, um, basically, you know, everything, I'll just get into, like, the last part of the night, because that's when it, I wouldn't necessarily say it was going downhill, but that's when it started to, um, kind of get difficult to... Uh, stand straight. <laughs> nah, I mean, uh, I wasn't like, I, I got pretty drunk, but, um, I was able to hold it pretty well, all things considering. So, I mean, the last drink that I had was strong. Tony really went crazy on the captain that last one, um, so, um, 
there was a girl part bartender, and um, uh, she got my first drink, and like she was giving me signals uh, throughout the night, um, like playing with her hair and looking at me. Um, I, are those signals? Like, I don't, I'm fucking, um, but, like, indicators of interest, kind of, um, she, she asked me if I needed another drink, and, um, I said, or, since uh, Johnny got me the drink that I hadn't touched yet, uh, I said I have one. Um, so I mean, I don't know. It's just you know, being my old self, I guess. Um, so fast forward. Uh, my friend group left, I stayed, um, and I had this, like, kind of, uh, I guess, crazy agenda that I haven't explored yet, but something that I would like to do, I guess, is, um, fuck a bartender, uh, and just, you know, like, stay through the whole night and wait for them, like, I, I don't know, like, I don't think waiting is the right word, but pretty much what it is, and, um, like, I don't know, just kind of be open to that experience. Um, I mean, it's something that I, I still have to hone some skills to do, to do that, but, um, you know, it's, put that on my bucket list, um, I don't know, I mean, you gotta live a little, right? Um, so, so my friend group left. And, um, I stayed, um, with probably that bartender in mind, um, so, uh, and there was another bartender, um, and coming off, like, such a, a great day, um, I don't know, I just... felt indifferent, like, it, it wasn't good, it wasn't bad, and that's something that, uh, I kind of have to get used to, because, you know, you want great things, but you can't have great things without bad things, so, tr trying to be in that indifferent, um, mindset, uh, 
going so off topic, I feel like. But, um, and I'm kind of losing focus with this episode. Um, I, I don't know, I, I guess it's maybe because I don't feel like it, it's right to be doing that. Um, to wait for a bartender to get off and I don't know, like, it would just fall back on my neediness. Like, I mean, like, I always, it's so difficult for me to communicate that, to communicate my interest. And, um, it's just something that, uh, I'll, I'll get into this. Um, so, basically, a situation that happened after my friend group left. Um, so, a friend group from middle school, uh, these kids, these group of kids were uh, in a year young, a year younger, or were a grade below me. And um, so, I was kind of talking to them. Um, it was good to see them after so long. Uh, however, um, like in the mindset that I was in, it wasn't like, like, oh my God, I remember you. Like not, not like seeing the person there, but you know, like seeing my brother there, um, like that kind of, you know, different perception. Um, to not see this person as some, or tr- so there was one person, uh, Sal, um, who, you know, um, when I was in middle school, I, uh, vandalized the bathrooms, the bathroom stalls, stuff like that, uh, to the point where it got to be like a pretty big deal. I, I, admit, I guess I made it into a big deal. Um, so, I don't know if it was just, like, I'm pretty sure it was just the bathroom stalls. Like, I don't think it was anywhere outside school property. I mean, there was one time, but that's what this wasn't about. So, that's very strange. Um, so it was just about the fucking school, school bathrooms that I vandalized. Uh, I don't know why that's, that was such a big deal. Um, however, so, um, I guess, oh God, this was so long ago. Um, so... Sal, uh, pretty much, I guess he was being, uh, being blamed for it when it was actually me who did it. So, uh, he ratted me out, um, because, uh, why would you take the fall for that? Uh, 
so I guess I had that resentment uh, to him for ratting on me. Uh, so when he showed up at the bar, like he was, uh, like all the other uh, kids in the group. Um, there was Nick, or there was one other person that I didn't really know well. Uh, but basically, um, Sal was, never said hi, so, um, there was something that I kind of needed to heal there, um, to take responsibility for, so, but at this time, like, I'm kind of, you know, still drinking, so it was becoming more difficult for me. Um, and so, basically, from what I remember, uh, this could be wrong, but, I mean, I, I can recall something that was said. Uh, so, um, two buddies in the group, uh, Nick and Justin, uh, I guess Nick and Justin got drinks and and food and it was going on Nick's tab. Wait, what am I talking about? Um that I don't think that has anything to do with this. But uh so yeah. So basically, everything was going on Nick's tab. I don't know what the fuck. Okay, I take everything back. I have no idea what happened. But, um. Oh my god, what the fuck. So. Nick had a tab open. And for some reason, uh. Maybe they were going for another round? Holy shit. This is such a blur to me now. What the fuck? Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, so there was a problem with the tab. So I I don't know. That's that's probably like a a separate problem that happened. Uh, however, um, I was thinking about Sal. I think I'm not sure, but I was thinking about something, and then all of a sudden, uh, Justin spills his drink. Yes, yes. So Justin spills his drink. And, um... So he... I guess... Has to pay for another one. And then they asked, whose tab is it going on? Uh, so I was, like, trying to take full responsibility for the spill. 
because obviously I might have had a fearful thought uh, that um, that I was, you know, guilty of something. Um, so, and I was I was thinking about Sal. So, you know, at this point, like I'm trying to like laser focus in on this shit. Um, which I'm so proud of myself that I can, I can do when I'm like in this, like I can, I can flip this switch so easily when I'm like drunk, like, uh, so cool. (laughs) So, but it, it, it takes practice. Uh, it takes a lot of effort, um. So, I was trying to laser focus and see this differently, and um, they were saying that uh, I I was taking responsibility for the I in this situation that Nick was talking to Justin about, about the tabs, and he's like... um, I made a deal with Sal. So, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, okay, so... I must have, you know, like, made a contract with Sal for him to take the fall for the vandalism. And then have him blame it on me. Or, uh, uh, rat me out. So, and then I, I don't know. Um, so, whether or not that's the truth, that's kind of what I interpreted. Uh, Yeah, so, um, and then something happened, uh, so I was getting more drunk, and I, not being able to, uh, flip the switch this time, (laughs) uh, so, I'm not even sure if this was before or after. But, um, so, Johnny left, and, uh, so before he left, uh, okay, let me rephrase this, um, Johnny stayed when our friend group left, so, uh, he was lingering for a while, and then, um, and then he... Then Johnny brought, uh, bought drinks for, uh, another friend and, uh, for himself too. And then he closed up. Uh, but he, he got himself, uh, I think a blue moon or a Bud Light. I'm not sure. Oh, jeez. Um,
So he did that, and uh, and then he left. Um, you know, we were just having a good time, uh, me and Johnny. Uh, this is actually um, AJ. I don't, I don't, from like another episode. Uh, this is the guy that um, I I didn't catfish him, but like I used his pictures when I was like when I was dating or like e dating a girl over the internet. Uh, <laughs> I was using his pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, but yeah, so, like, I kind of have to, like, not, like, act in such a way different than I would with everyone else, but I kind of have to, like, you know, take, be a little more aware of my consistency, uh, with Johnny. So, like, I, I try to take as much responsibility for him as I can. Um, so, he gave me uh, a Bud Light or whatever. And um, so, there's a bartender, Tony, uh, who is uh, a very aware person. Uh he runs the bar well. He's a good barkeeper. Um, so he asked me, uh, so I guess I like pulled the Bud Light like a little, like a little closer to me. And he's like, uh, are you done with that or something? I don't know if he even said that. Uh, I think he asked if this is yours or something. And then he's like, oh, Johnny gave it to you. So, um, so then he, like, walked away. But then, so later on, then, uh, the girl, uh, bartender, um, I think her name was, like, Julie or something? Uh, she, and this, at this point, like, I was pretty drunk. So... Um, she, and I, I don't know, this was like, this was, I, I'm pretty sure this was after, yes, this was after, um, the spill. Fuck, I, I don't remember. Oh, Jesus. Um, and like, I feel like none of this story makes any sense whatsoever, so I got this going for me. so, um, like, Jesus, dude, who the fuck would want to listen to this podcast, uh, so, um, so Julie comes up, and she grabs my Bud Light, uh, while I was still working on Tony's strong captain, uh, double captain gin, uh, uh, captain ginger, so, 
I got defensive. I was said um when she grabbed it, I was like, I don't know if I said hey or wait, but I was definitely like, that's mine. In like a defensive kind of way. And um I hadn't realized what I actually just did. Um so like minutes pass like moments pass and I'm like wait a minute dude what the fuck are you doing so a part of me interprets that as you know God fulfilling my bucket list you know okay maybe it's time to cut the alcohol let's Okay, um, we're cutting you off, Chris. Like, that kind of thing. But, uh, I didn't see it like that at the time. Um, so, you know, I, 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 like, a minute passes, I feel so bad that I just, because I've, that's happened to me before, where, I mean, Let's be honest, like, I had a full fucking Bud Light right there, and, um, and then she just takes it away, like, when I'm working at the bowling alley, like, I've learned not to take any drinks that, you know, are, if they're unoccupied and full, that's when I'll take them, but not when someone is sitting right in right in front of it, I mean, I'm, I'm justifying, but, it's, uh, it was time for me sur- to surrender, um, and I didn't understand that in the moment, um, I was, I got into a, a stubborn mood with, uh, ever, like, that spilling of the drink, you know, just, uh, was awful, so, um, and, so, like, a minute passes, and I'm, like, feeling, I'm, I'm feeling pretty shameful, so, I, I, uh, kind of, like, bow down my head, and, move the full Bud Light glass, you know, like, towards the bartenders to, like, surrender my drink, but then, um, something interesting happens where, uh, Justin, uh, took the glass and he gave it to Nick, um, So, you know, if there's, like, or, uh, so there was two Nicks. I mentioned one Nick, but there was another Nick, and he, when he saw me, he was, was, uh, you know, very, gave me, like, uh, that's the Nick that I was talking about when I saw, saw a brother in him, 
you know, to hold him in the highest regards. And, uh, you know, he was, at some point he was saying, like, it's cheer, cheers, good to see you, and stuff like that. So, I, at this point, that's what he was doing. Um, so, yeah. Oh, fucking, I can't make any sense out of this story. <laughs> I know. But I was, like, I was pretty upset. Um, obviously. So, at this point, um, you know, I figure it's time for me to wrap it up. Uh, went to use the bathroom, and then, uh, did both Nicks follow me, so, like, at this point, like, I figure, I don't know if I, like, I was called to go to the bathroom, I feel like I was, so then both Nicks follow me into the bathroom, and they're like, yeah, I think it's time, I think I'm, I think it's time for me to go home or something like that. Uh, which is very strange, uh, because that just reminded me of a time where I was at, at a strip club with my friends, and I, and I got that, like, same message, uh, when I was in the bathroom, like, like, time to move on or something, um, Fuck me, dude. I have to work tomorrow early in the morning. Uh, um, but I'm, this is what I'm asking for. Uh, so, basically, that was Friday night uh, in a nutshell. So, I ended up going home and... You know, I've, I was pretty drunk, uh, not, NGL, not gonna lie, um, and so, like, when, when I got that message, like, I'm going home now, uh, I didn't, I, I took, I think I took that too literally, <laughs> like, I literally drove home, and, uh, went straight to bed, um, maybe I don't think that's what I was supposed to do, uh, so, uh, let me just reveal that, um, I'm, like, the biggest stalker in the world, uh, so, um, when I had, when I was following, um, Samantha on Twitter, um, she had a picture up that was like, uh, um, like a letter of... I don't, 
acceptance, like a college acceptance letter, and, um, it had her address on it, so, like, I know where she fucking lives, bro, um, but basically, like, I, when I, like, first saw that picture, I, like, the, my friends that I had at the time, I was like, yo, I really want to egg this girl's house, so, um, I, I never ended up doing it, um, however, or did I? I don't remember. Uh, I, I just remember that one of the eggs never made it out of the car. Like, a cracked egg was like, a, an egg hit my, my, one of my windows. So, <laughs> uh, that happened. Um, So, I mean, like, there was one time that I drove to her house, and I bought flowers and left it at her doorstep. Um, However, I don't even think that that was the right house, because uh, I've driven there, like, quite a lot, I'm going to be honest. And uh, that house is like, (laughs) it looks abandoned. Um, So, uh, and I, I don't even know why I started talking about this. Um, But, um, so, oh yeah, uh, I guess, like, after the bar, you know, I contemplated driving by her house, uh, so, I'm, I'm such a slave to time, uh, we all are, if, but let me objectively say that if I'm a slave to time, then then everyone is a slave to time. Uh, however, I mean, I'm not... I think this is an idea that makes me a slave to time. So I'm just going to backtrack. So there was one time that I drove by her house... It was a Friday. Uh, it was a Friday night, and I went, drove past her house, uh, and I prayed. Um, I prayed for closure. Um, obviously, I didn't get it. I'm still strung up on it. So I asked for closure. And, you know, it was a deep prayer. The only thing that I wanted was closure. So, 
woke up that morning and things, it just, you know, like, you, when you know, you know, that's the best way to put it. Um, I knew that it's so crazy to, um, have that knowing that she was going to be at the bowling alley that night. Like, so, I don't remember the, I don't remember if I had work at Pier 1 that day. But I do remember that I was pulling clothes out of the dryer. Um, and there was just like this, this spiffy, like spiffiness in my step. Or, you know, crispy. Like, <laughs> just finesse. Like, like shit, dude. Like, I'm actually, like, premonitively... Knowing that today is the day. Um, so that was that. And uh, so um, while I was working at Pier 1, um, you know, like, I always get these compliments from my shoes. Uh, from the girls that I work with. Uh, so. Oh, and uh, also at the bowling alley, Brandy's commented, complimented my shoes. So. Um. Oh, God, I just. had this thought <laughs> all right that I could see her again um so Brandy's like compliments in my shoes and I really want to tell this story so there was this pair of converse no they're not converses they're vans white vans uh, low top fans. I still have, uh, and I'm not holding on to for the, I'm not holding on to them for this reason, but I just don't wear them. So, uh, so my white fans, uh, and Brandy like always complimented how nice they were so funny because like they I only I guess I only wore them to the bowling alley or and maybe when I was going out but obviously didn't go out that much so wore them to the bowling alley and I'm like feeling like so I had black jeans and white vids on 
and I'm thinking to myself, like, shit, dude. So, Saturday night, uh, the bowling alley uh, puts the black lights on, so, you know, I'm like, shit, dude, I'm gonna look fresh as fuck, uh, with these white vans on, and walking in the black light, so, um, so that was what I went with, and, uh, when, so, Samantha, um, shows up, around 10.30, and I was, like, I, I would, was doing something in the back kitchen, and then I walk out to the front desk, uh, and there she is. Uh, I think I mentioned this in, like, the episode on Thursday, where I was feeling really good, or... Yeah. Um, about, you know, like, having this memory triggered. Uh, so, um, so I saw her, and I think she was waiting with her friend, and it was so weird for me, because I, I knew that she would be there, but, like, now she's there, so it's like, wait, <laughs> so what do I do now? Um, so, so now that, you know, like, she's here, what happens now? Uh, so, she shows up, and, I don't think we made, I don't think we, I don't know, I guess I was too much in shock that I could not look at her. Um, because just my natural shyness coming, coming into play. So, um, I didn't say anything, so it was pretty much like, you know, uh, so she was with her friend, and I guess, okay, so let me... I wasn't even sure if it was her in the first place. Mm. I think... Or no, 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 no. So, how I knew she was there, her friend was like... She pointed out her shoes. And, um... She, she said, like, Sam, I love your shoes. And I immediately looked up. And it's just that's when the shock hit that she was actually there. Um so uh, 
and uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. That's when the shock hit. When she went, you know, it's it's so funny how like you wake up in the morning, you have a feeling that you know it's gonna happen, but when it happens, it's like what, like what, like just total freezing, like, you just freeze up, so, this is why I dread working Saturdays at the bowling alley, because a good, I don't know, like, what to do with a good thing that happens, like, so I my prayer was answered that I wanted closure. So she showed up. Um So she shows up. Uh I'm in the city right now. Fuck me. Okay. So she shows up and I am so nervous. I'm just baffled by. Oh fuck! This is a one way. Um, you know, it's just such a surprise. But at at the same time, it wasn't. So, um, but obviously, you know, if I. You know, let me buckle down here. If I see someone who, and I don't see myself in them, naturally I'm going to be fearful of them. So, and I was not taking responsibility for her. Uh, so, therein lies the solution that I was shy, and, you know, didn't act on, act on this, uh, great, such a great thing that was handed to me, um, so, I don't even know what to say. Hi, yeah, 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 yeah. So Lost my train of thought, um, but, so, yeah, basically what happened was, I was, like, super excited and super judgy about everything because, you know, I, I wanted it perfect, uh, it's, and tonight, I wanted to see that perfection, and I wasn't getting it. 
and there, that's why I had such a shitty fucking night. You know, why can't it always be like, why can't every Saturday be like that? Um, uh, so, um, this is the second segment to this episode, uh, the first hour, um, after an hour, have to make a new, uh, segment. So, um, and like during the time of the, the segment ending, uh, there was a, so I'm in the city right now and, uh, driving and there was a homeless, or I don't even know if he was homeless, but there was a person, uh, at, with a cup asking for change, uh, handed him at least 20, uh, maybe 40 or maybe 30, not sure. Uh, but he, he gave us very gracious uh, sentiment, so, that was cool, um, yeah, so, basically, that night, uh, so, the league, uh, they, so, she ended up coming with a group of, um, like, I think it was, like, two girls and three guys, uh, yeah, one, one of the guys, uh, being her boyfriend, um, which I didn't really know that, I don't think I did. Um, and obviously, I, I didn't see, I, that didn't process to me, um, unfortunately, that's very sad, um, so, you know, I asked for closure, and how I imagine closure would be is that me getting an answer, and for me to not process that her having a boyfriend is an answer of closure, um, that does not register for me. Hold up. Here's another homeless person. I got you, fam! Have a great night, dude. You too. Oh my God. God Stay bless safe. You. Thank you.
Okay. Um, so, you know, I didn't really interpret that as an answer. Um, I, I didn't get the closure that I asked for. So, I mean, and that's very difficult to interpret because to, to see that as, like, uh, dude, I just, um, So I'm going to look up the word closure. <laughs> I, so I accidentally opened up my notes instead. Uh, but this is what I have. I fucking hate Saturdays so fucking much. This is fucking torture. Okay, uh, so... Closure. An act or process of closing something, especially an institution, thoroughfare, or frontier, or of being closed. Uh, that's not the right definition. Uh, a sense of resolution or conclusion at the end of an artistic work. So a sense of resolution or conclusion at the end of an artistic work. So I did not get a sense of resolution um, now I have to look up resolution like a resolve The action of solving a problem, dispute, or contentious matter. So I did not get a sense of the action of solving a problem, dispute, or contentious matter. Yeah, dude, I don't know. fucking close out of the tab. Uh...
Yeah, so, I don't, Jesus, dude, I, maybe that is my closure, and I just can't accept it. However, um, I've never had the opportunity to talk to her, so I feel like that would bring a resolution or a conclusion, you know, to be told, not just shown that you know like um, here with my boyfriend and friends um, so basically it's mm, there's no opportunity for us um I'm just fucking lost in the city. Awesome. So, about that night, um, I was so excited that she was there. And, um, when her boyfriend was, uh, getting the beers, um, He was coming back and to the table and he said something and Sam's friend said something too. And it was weird because this was back in February. Um, this was February 2nd. <laughs> of course I fucking know the date. Um, and so like. The number 22, uh, February 2nd, has come up, or at least I've given it meaning, uh, and it, I mean, honestly, like, 22's been, like, there's been, like, a lot surrounding 22 in my world, so... Um, and also, uh, 13, which was, uh, the lane that they were bowling on. Um, but, uh, why, what was I talking about? Okay, help me, I don't know what I was talking about. Uh,
Okay, so it was, uh, okay, uh, alright, I guess I was just talking about the, the night, um, so it was the 2nd of February, and, oh yeah, uh, so, the, uh, her boyfriend brought back the beers, and, oh yes, yes, so, it was weird because, um, this was back in February, and, you know, my spiritual progress, I don't, uh, obviously it wasn't up to par, considering the night was a swing and a miss, but, um, so, I was able to, uh, see that differently, um, Whatever was said between uh, Samantha's boyfriend and her friend, uh, something about like not taking a long time or something—I don't know—but uh, it, it was something that I could uh, hear differently, uh, which for February standards. Just, Ten months ago, uh, was was pretty impressive. Um, so, uh, that was that, and uh, I was also like mad hyped. So the the uh, leagues were ending. And I took immediate control of the radio, um, the Spotify playlist, and, uh, <laughs> so Ted said <laughs> on this, uh, this dance playlist, and, um, Basically, turn the fucking shit up out of that playlist. Uh, it was like an aggressive dance playlist music. Or music playlist. And, um, that kind of mood that I was in, like, like, I... I dream of, like, life being a party, and, like, just owning, like, the most popular club on, a Las Vegas Strip, and, uh, run, owning that place, and just bringing, like, such an amazing time for everyone. Um, there was a time that I was coming into work, and, uh, on my, like, drive there, that's when I was, like, really thinking about it, and, um,
uh, just thought about that, and, uh, you know, just, like, being in, like, a type of mood where, you know, like, you're, like, the manager, you're the owner of the place, and, uh, just, like, you know, like, if the ice, or if the bar needs, like, more ice, you know, you could just be, like, not, like, in a pissed off mood, but just, like, in the most, like, successful, uh, accomplished, um, you know, busy, like, holy shit, they need ice, let me get some ice for these guys, like, that kind of mood, (laughs) (laughs) just a dream, um, that I have, So, damn, dude, this is the, this is the way that I would go, or that I went, uh, with my dad onto, uh, a cruise, um, I, uh, was, I came in first place in, uh, Vacation League, And, uh, our travel voucher went into a cruise to Bermuda. And I'm, uh, near the pier that the, uh, cruise set sail from. Uh, so... I kind of masked my emotion with discussion about tonight, uh, so let me try to get into that, emotion, uh, or, I'm still talking about what happened, um, February 2nd, so, Basically, uh, I was in a frenzy, um, you know, I was watching her bowl, but also not watching her bowl because I didn't want to, like, be staring at her the whole time she was there, so, uh, You know, I'll take glances. Um, And whenever I was, like, in the back kitchen, uh, coming out onto the floor, uh, I would be, like, jumping for joy. And, um... Not really jumping for joy, but, like, jumping for, you know, like, it was probably anxiety. Uh, 
because it was like a nervousness, but also, you know, just a lot of emotion. Oh, hey, Tesla. Shit. Tesla building. Um... So, obviously, like, nervousness, anxiety, fear, and happiness, it was just a bundle, a mixture of, like, every emotion, um, and pretty much just like not being kind of just reliving uh like my whole uh high school life in this one night so Uh, there was a point where, you know, I was trying to settle down. Uh, so at the beginning that she was there, uh, there was these group of kids that seemed like regulars. Uh, were, you know, coming in like every Saturday. And, uh... They love playing scratch-offs for some reason. Um, one of them, so, obviously, uh, me, ten months ago, fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I should have acted on this. Be, since they made it so obvious, uh, so these group of kids, um, you know, and then there's also that other part of me that's just, it's not a big deal, don't worry about it, um, so one of the kids, I mean, it, it seemed like it was something to act on because they made it so blatantly obvious, um, one of the kids, I guess they're paying for bowling, and, uh, they had to pay for shoes, and he's, like, one of the kids went out, or told me that, oh, my shoes are in the car, can I go get them, and come back, obviously he doesn't have his fucking shoes, so, I didn't confront him, but it just... The way that it was unfolding, like, was pretty much asking for it. So, I am absolutely lost right now.
in my head and in life. Uh, oh my god, I gotta get up at 6.45 tomorrow and it's 2.23 a.m. Uh, so... You know, try to, like, so, there was lying involved in this occurrence of these boys. And, uh, the night that happened. So... And suspiciousness. Uh, and I can relate back to that suspiciousness tonight. So, there's something that I'm suspicious of. Not quite sure. But, um, I don't, don't know where the fuck I'm going. Uh, so there was the, this couple tonight, uh, basically I give them the rundown. Uh, it's 450 for shoes, 650 per game, or we could do Um, I can't believe I'm following these knuckleheads. <laughs> um, I'm just going in circles. 450 for shoes, 650 per game, or we could do two hours of bowling for. 1950, and that includes shoes. And, you know, as they're discussing it, you know, I run it through, like, so well. You know, I explain to them like they're children. Pretty much. And they decide to go for the 1950 for two hours. Uh, I tell them that I told, I blatantly told them that for two games it would come to 1750. And then they interrupted me. Uh, and um, what I wanted to say was so after two games, it's better. To go for the unlimited. Because two games is 1750. Unlimited is, is 1950. For two hours. So these fucking guys are fucking stupid. 
Um, so, they had two people with, or this couple were waiting for two people. And so, guess, guess what they bring in? Uh, you know, two people and the baby. So, this is why I have trust issues. Uh, that's three people. Um, so, yeah, that's that. When these two people and the baby come in, you know, I'm like, okay, well, this plan has, uh, is has gone to the shitter. So I give them the rundown. And I tell them... uh, So they had the... It was the girl talking to me, and she had the baby. Um, So I, you know, give her the old 450 for shoes... 650 per game, or we could do two hours of bowling for 1950, and that includes shoes. And so, after some delegation, uh, I they ask uh, how much it would be for two people, and I say. Uh, 39. So, then they decide to just do one. Uh, pay for one. For 1950. Uh, I don't know, dude. So, it was supposed to be two and two people, but now it's just not that. Um... Hail Mary. Um. So, logic in my head tells me to, you know, give them, give them a pair. Uh, so it would be two people on one side, and then the maybe two people. Uh, for one player on the other side. So I give them. So or so they told me that these people were would be coming in five minutes, and I tell them, well, I don't, uh, I don't want to put you guys on now because it would chew in the time. And they said, uh, oh, don't worry about it. So. I put them on, and then oh shit, I know where I am. Uh, so I put them on for the two hours, the first couple, and then 
So I put them on, and uh, then then the uh, the people come in with the baby, and that. So so the baby is bowling. On one lane of the same pair as the two other, the first couple, and uh, seems like it's going fine. I don't really care about them at this point, um, but their two hours of bowling was up, and or no no no, so they come up and they. They asked me to put a third player on on uh, let's say they were on lanes 15 and 16. So the two people were on 16, and one person or like the baby, whatever, uh, was on. Uh, lane 15. Um, so, one of the guys from the baby group, uh, the second couple with the baby, they come up and ask if they could add a third player to lane 16. So I tell them, well, you already have three people. Adding a third one to lane 16 would make it four, and that means someone would have to pay. So, obviously I was suspicious, because this... Stupid situation that I was in. Um, shouldn't have happened in the first place. Let's put it that way. So, I, they're saying that they need a third player. They keep telling me they need a third player added. And... I'm telling them that there's already three people on the pair. If you want another, if you want that third player, then you need to pay for that. And I was holding myself very well. Um, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't angry at the guy. I was just being as calm and orderly as possible to explain to him that he is not explaining this right. 
So, and it turned out that, you know, he just couldn't, he just couldn't tell me to put the player on 15 and move him to 16. No, we have to add people. Like, you're not adding anyone. He's already there. So, their two hours is up, and I'll be honest, when I rang them up, I told them that I would give them the better deal, and this was before all this happened, and I completely forgot about this until now. Uh, so, I told them that the 1750 is better than the 1950, and if you guys decide to not bowl more than two games, then I'll charge you for the, or if you guys decide to bowl more than two games, I'll pay you for the 1950. If you guys don't bowl more than two games, I'll charge you per game which would be cheaper, but they just decided to go with the 1950 in the first place, like they decided on the 1950 unlimited bowling, and when they decided to end their games, they asked for a refund. Uh, I was not present during this refund, uh, but and I also did not. Getting caught in my lies right now. Uh, I didn't. Um, I didn't take care of the refund uh, because I thought that they had decided on the 1950 and I kind of should not have charged them at the time because then that would give them the choice and make it easier on us if they decided to you know, give them the opportunity because it was a big deal or it was a big deal at the time. Uh, so, you know, to give them that leniency of, you know, whatever is best for you, we'll do that. Uh, but they just decided to pay and so they paid. And they didn't like that, so they asked for the refund. Uh, so that's the suspiciousness uh, and the suspiciousness of February 2nd uh, tie in to each other. And so 
I guess that just set the set the mood for the night. You know, just dealing with something that could have been averted and not been a and not been made a big deal out of. Could have made the night so much easier. Uh, so that's where a lot of anger went on the night. And, you know, just the unfaithfulness that And the spiraling down and the losing focus of, you know, losing the goal. And having an expectation, all recipes for a very frustrating night. Uh, I'm just gonna end this episode because I really want to listen to some music. I really want to forget this night. Um, and I'm really fucking angry that this had to happen. You know, to have, like, such a, not even a good experience on February 2nd, but to just have that unfold in the way that it did, asking for something and then receiving it, (sighs) I say that I received it. Um, asking for closure and receiving closure. Uh, what, I don't know, what the fuck's the closure? Uh, and this is something that's very difficult to heal. Because I have such an attachment to it. It's very, I mean, it's awesome to forget about it, but when it comes up, and it comes up, when I'm asked to work on a Saturday, you know, I feel like I, that it's going to happen again, and I can give myself the opportunity to fully heal this. But then come Saturday, and then tonight happens, where I'm in that expectation, and just 
Oh. Ah! Dude. I really have to warn when I'm gonna scream. Um. Oh. You know, I've been making such good progress with my spirituality. I'm, I've been able to let things roll off my shoulders and forget about it on demand. Uh, maybe I'll uh, wallow in my misery for like two minutes and I can do that and fully disengage from it. But something like tonight that I hold so close to me that I revolve my life around and to feel threatened that I can lose it is very disheartening and extremely extreme. very difficult. It's very difficult. And super frustrating. Yay! Oh, God. Kill me. I just want this to end, dude. I just want it to work out in my favor. Ugh, just wanna fucking scream, dude. 